she's alive. Alive! What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Ghoul Gang. To the, to the Ghoul Gang. Here we are to talk about some spooky shit. Yeah. And um, hey, you guys, I don't know if something sounds different to you other than my... Uh, Your crotchety old cigarette <laughs> voice? Yeah. What's going on with you? It's not great. Um, I'm, not, I'm a little bit under the weather. But the point is, we got, we got another mic. Yeah, we have two microphones now. So Do we sound more legit? To be fair, our, our audio in the first couple of episodes wasn't terrible. But it wasn't it's, great, it's, though. It's, yeah, it's, it wasn't great. but We're not audio engineers over here. No, we're just two idiots who wanted to talk. Talk about ghosts. Yeah, so. So um, here we are. Here we are. And it's Halloween. It's it is sure is, Grace. I am so excited. Well, I live for this. It's my favorite holiday. I know. I don't know if you noticed. I started decorating in August. <laughs> she did. I really did. I'm not yeah. exaggerating. And if you can hear the stampede above us, it's my neighbor's cats. That's, that's just, why we can't, we can't record at my apartment because of just there's so many animals at any given point. Yeah. City living. Yeah. You get a lot of the wildlife. It's- <laughs> We're really doing it. Um, so, yeah. So, you have any plans for... Well, it's Harper's first year trick-or-treating. Cool. We're both cool. being unicorns, which is why I have pink hair right now. It's... Really committing. You are, you're committing. Yeah. You're so committed. So, we're going to trick-or-treat. She's got a full-body unicorn costume. I have the hair. I need to make a cone. Or a, what is it? A cone, right? A horn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did a bug just No! Oh my god! It felt like, like. Oh my god, don't scream! Sorry. Jesus. Just people are just gonna be blasted out of their head. <laughs> sorry, headphone users. Scout, Scout get, down. get down. That's um, my dog. Sorry, there was definitely some sort of animal in my hair. Speaking of animals. <laughs> oh, we were. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were on our way to uh, Madison this past weekend to see my favorite murder live at the Orpheum, which was fucking awesome. It was great. Minus those uh, drunk, drunk 40 year old women Fox. who like kept getting up to puke and talk about Seriously. how stupid the show was. Yeah. We were like, fuck them. Why are you here? They probably won tickets. I don't I, know. Fuck them. Um, but we were driving, Ellie was driving. And traffic started to back up, like, as we were entering Wisconsin. And, like, on ways that didn't have any, like, Mm-mm. markers of traffic or anything. And all of a sudden, we see half a deer. <laughs> half a deer in the middle of the road. Just the front half. You guys, it was absolutely bananas. It was like, sheared. Sheared in half. And then the second half was on top of a truck oh my God. on the other side and of the highway. Guts were just spilled for like 20 feet. So that was real was fun. horrifying. It's a great way to start the weekend and it's kind of how I felt on the drive back. Yeah. Because I like one had the flu and two oh, yeah, drank way too much. Oh my God. So I was dying. I literally slept in the car when they went to brunch. 
Guys, like, we're also, like, almost 30, so drinking copious amounts of alcohol isn't, doesn't have the same appeal as it did. Although the friend that we went with, Giselle, seems to have no effect on her. No hangovers. She wakes up, like, fresh as daisies every time. Seriously. And she looks fantastic. I'm like, how the fuck? I, I, I can't explain to you how terrible I looked. Oh, no. I couldn't even function. And you guys were like, where should we go for brunch? And I'm like, I want to die. And so, Grace slept in the car while I, we got brunch. And, hey, bonus, you didn't have to pay for parking. No. Because I was asleep in the car. you were just sleeping in the car, <laughs> and you ate your tater tot burrito. Oh, my God. <laughs> we fucking bought at 3 a.m. Oh, my God. So I pulled the mom card, and Ellie put me in an Uber at, like, 1 o'clock from the local gay bar, because that's where we tend to gravitate towards. Here we are. Plan B, shout out. <laughs> Woof. Um, and I told Giselle to get me a vegetarian burrito to bring home. And I fall asleep before they get back. And in the morning, I take a bite out of this burrito. And it's... <laughs> First of all, it's riddled with bites from Oh, because me. Ellie had taken bites out of it in the cab on the way home, which was lovely. I was like, did I eat this? I don't remember eating this. And it was literally just full of tater tots and cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> like that was, no, I'm not even kidding. There was no like tomatoes, no salsa, no, no cheese, nothing, nothing, just tater tots and cabbage. Oh my God. And just, I was like, this is the only vegetarian thing on the menu. And I was like, I think this might be the most Wisconsin thing that's ever happened oh to me. Oh my God. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. So that was our weekend. Fun. It was fun. Do you have Halloween plans? Um, I'm going. We need to, to hit at least one more haunted. Yeah, house. for sure. I'm thinking Friday. Okay. Yeah, Friday. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go to. Mm. Let's go to House of Torment. House of Torment, maybe. Thirteen yeah. floor is good, but we've been there. We've a been lot. there a million times. So. Yeah, probably just hit up a party, just going as Guy Fieri for Halloween this year. <laughs> oh my God, please. And uh, do it because that would make my life. Yeah, I've been talking about it for a couple of years now, so I'm thinking about it. No, it's probably not going to happen. I, I haven't gotten my wig yet, so. Got the bowling shirt with flames, however. <laughs> so. Do you really? Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> um, but yeah, you need to figure welcome out. Welcome to Diners, Drive Ins, and Dives. Every single time. One way ticket to Flavortown. <laughs> yes! I love it so much. Oh, I scared the dog. Okay. Um, what are we going to talk about today? Because we're, we're Halloween. It's, ha- it's Halloween. <laughs> we're, we, 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 we ghost, we, we Halloween you, scary. You ghost, we ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Struggle. Yeah, it's not great here on a Tuesday night. No. We're really doing it to it. It's, it's taken us a while to get to this place. It sure has. <laughs> well, I will go first since okay. you went first last time. So we're going to do uh, haunted houses? Yeah. We're okay. doing some ha- or just haunted places. I know we veered off a little bit last week. Yeah. We did like Miss Vanishing Children and an Axe Murder. Yeah. So or we, went, we went unsolved. Me. Yeah, we went unsolved. We this went we're off going the rails. we're going back to our roots and doing some hauntings. Yeah. Some actual famous hauntings. Cool. Uh I'm gonna have to give another shout out to the old prairieghost.com. Woo! Trademark by Ken something in 
So that yeah, was the last just, time. It's like literally like an angel fire website, and I feel really it, like it's super solid. Yeah. No, but they have the best information. Yeah. They have no, the best stories. Watch, it's all made up. Oh. <laughs> if it's made up, who we, cares? We credited them, so it's their fault. Well, yeah, and it's fucking ghost stories, so yeah, you, read it you on can the internet, deal with it. So it's true. But also, I, okay, so, I am doing the Heartland Ghost, also known as the Sally House, in <coughs> Atchison, Kansas. I feel, I've, I want to say I've heard of Sally House. Um, Ghost Maybe. Adventures did an episode there, you know, those walking... Uh, Ed Hardy shirts. <laughs> they did an episode there. Oh, beautiful. I didn't watch it, but f- fuck those guys. <laughs> That's all I have to say about oh that. They get they get so mean. They're like, "Are you even here? Yeah, I bet you don't even exist, ghost. Fuck you." <laughs> they oh, they God. like taunt them, and I'm like, "Y'all don't." Taunt. You know what? They're gonna get shit. They're gonna get their shit. Um, what they look like they've been getting is steroid injections. So I mean, <laughs> uh, the daily door, door squeak. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, cool. Okay. So, one of the most famous cases to ever appear on the paranormal television program Sightings, which was a show in the '90s, I guess. Okay. I tried to watch half of it. Christ. <laughs> Um, I tried to watch half of it on YouTube, and it is, like, rough 90s. Oh, God. Like, Um, soft lens filter 90s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were, like, talking back and forth, like, what do you think that makes this a haunting? And lots of mustaches. Okay. Okay. Geraldo. This violent and mysterious creature wreaked havoc on a Midwestern family and even attacked one of the family members while the sightings cameras rolled. The go... uh, the ghost? The ghost. There was some ghost in the house. Um, I'll get there. Okay. But that's why this is haunt. This haunt is like famous. Okay. Because it was actually documented and it actually like hurt people. Uh, there was questions if the television crew enhanced this, but the family backs up that it was one hundred percent real, and in fact that the activity even got worse after the camera crew left because it's like. The entities came out to, like, put on a show. Shit. Yeah. So this was all recorded? Yeah. I'm sure there's good footage of it. I just didn't have time to watch it. Uh, yeah, no. I get I get you. Um, okay. So the house that Sally, who's thought to be the main ghost, um, haunted was a turn-of-the-century home located near the Missouri River Bluffs in Atchison, Kansas. It was on the northeast side of the city and is originally the home of an Atchison doctor who practiced from his house. The doctor... That's, that's never good. I know. Like in American Horror Story. Yes. Anytime <laughs> you hear about a doctor or a dentist that practiced out the of the house... The doctor we see practices from her house. Oh, a psychiatrist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's different. I'm talking about like a di- anyone who's going to put you to sleep. <laughs> Is never good. Or Shriek works out of her house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we share one. Isn't that nice? Sisters. The doctor and his family lived on the upper floor while his office, surgery, and examination rooms were located downstairs. Mm. Yeah, I know. That doesn't sound great. <laughs> Don't mind the kids. They're just watching for fun. What? No, I'm making that up. <laughs> <laughs> 
What did you think I was reading that off? I like, were straight <laughs> up reading that off there. I was like, what? No. According to local lore, Sally was a young girl of about six years of age, brought into the office one day suffering from a serious illness. Apparently, two different versions of the story tell what happened next. In one story, Sally had been up all night with a stomachache that suddenly became severe. The doctor realized that the girl was suffering from appendicitis and prepared to operate on her. The little girl panicked when she saw the surgical tools, and the doctor was forced to hold her down while he tried to give her ether. This is What's totally that? ether's what knocks you out. Like oh, okay, wait, what year was this? Turn of the century, okay. so like nineteen hundred. Okay. Um, Damn. Yeah. She's six, dude. She's probably weighs like fifty pounds. Not even. How much do six year olds weigh? I don't know. You go find one. <laughs> I work with them. <laughs> How much do you weigh? Just for, I need to know for a podcast. <laughs> what? Um, the little girl panicked when she saw, got the ether. She fought with him and was not all the way under the gas when he made the first incision. Oh. She screamed, but the doctor was afraid to stop for fear that her appendix would burst. Unfortunately, she died on the operating table. The yeah. last memories of a man whom she believed was torturing her. Okay. In the other version of the story. I, no, I, what, why would you, there's, I have so many questions. It's time sensitive. I don't have the answer. We need to WD-40 that door. <laughs> um, I, oh, like, like time sensitive because her appendix is about, it's about to about explode. to burst, yeah. But like, you know that a child's not. Like, it, and where's this child's mother? That was my next question. Like, I have can't so she many questions. Okay. Well, you're going to have to take it up with Prairie Ghost if this person's still alive anymore. Because this was from 20 years ago. Okay. <laughs> All right. In the other version I of the story. I can't get over that you couldn't figure out how to. So the paper that Grace is reading off of, like, <laughs> it's from a website that's so old that, you know, like, the background is, like, a color and the. The, the background's black and the writing was well, yellow. You made it, yeah, it was, but the background wasn't, it, like, purple? No, it was black. It was black and the I writing's yellow and it's in, like, it. Comic Sans font 14. Um, just shut up about it, all right? I'm the one who has to read from it. Ugh. Okay, second version. Yeah, thank you. You're I welcome. Understand. You're welcome. And the other... <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. Fucking do it. But Sally came to the doctor around 1905 or 1906 with severe respiratory problems. When That's she a was... huge difference. When so... she was brought in, the doctor was negligent and overlooked how serious her condition really was. Mm-hmm. A short time later, she died from pneumonia and the doctor moved away from the house a few months after her death. Okay, so one of them was much more violent than the other. (laughs) That's what I was saying. I'm like, those are, like, those are two very different. I thought it was going to be like, in the other one, he put her to sleep and she woke up in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, so, and then, um, I have differing accounts that say, um, the Sally house was owned by a certain family, um, for a, a number of years, and they tried to rent it out a bunch, and nobody stayed for very long. Okay. Um, but reports of Sally, the ghost, and as we learn, there's a second, like, evil entity. Okay. Um, started surfacing in the 90s. Like, 
demon entity versus like ghost. Right. Like that's they say that Sally is more of like a prankster mm-hmm. who would turn the lights on and off and like they would actually see her so she wasn't a poltergeist. Right. Um and she was like a kid, you know. Yeah. She was a six or seven year old little girl who would run around and make mischief. And act like whereas a kid. the other entity, which they're not sure what it is, would scratch people and leave visible marks. Oh, shit. And, like, push people and, like, cause harm. So ghosts are the spirits of people who have passed away. Poltergeists are just... We've talked about this. No, I know, but I'm... They're energy goblins. Energy goblins. And then demons (laughs) Demons were never... Human. Human. No. And they're not poltergeists. No. They're completely different Evil, evil ancient entities right so uh, that that try and inhabit a host right to wreak havoc on the world right so the reports of the ghost activity began in 1993 when the place was rented to a young couple called the pickners i want to believe um i was about to buy her book on amazon pickman deborah pickman deborah and tony Debbie and Tony Debbie Pickman. Debbie and Tony. Um, they're the ones who lived in the house when all of this stuff was going down. And okay. when, like, um, sightings came and did the um, investigation. Okay. Um, a short time after they moved in, they realized that things were not quite right in the house. The family dog began to bark and growl at seemingly nothing. My dog just does that. As they always do when there is a (laughs) demon afoot. Uh, Especially around the nursery on the second floor. Ooh, that would fuck me up. Yeah, that's not good. There's nothing scarier than, like, ghosts and kids. Maybe the nursery was... Well, they say that kids are, like, more open. Yeah, like, attuned to it. Right. That's why I'm always scared if, like, Harper is going to... Because we live in a really old building. It was built in 1890. And if she starts talking to an imaginary friend... We are moving. Well, everybody knows that's what imaginary friends are. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. <laughs> and if you don't, you're not being honest with yourself. Because Cause you know that's a ghost. Yeah, you know that shit's a ghost. Okay. Go ahead. Um, uh, lights would dim and brighten on their own. Appliances would turn off and on. Pictures would be found hanging upside down on the walls. And one night, the family returned from a night out to find all the toys in the nursery arranged in a circle in the middle of the floor. Nope. That's a hard Big old nope. Wow. Toys, they're bringing toys into it. Oh, my God. But we also have to think. This is 1993. This is at, like, the height of the satanic panic and, like, all the occult stuff. So it's like... The, you have to... Uh, I'm looking at it with a side eye. Like a side eye, like they're... Like maybe... They're doing they're, it for like attention? Maybe there's a ghost, but I don't know about the dolls in a circle on the floor, you know? Well, my I guess my immediate reaction would... If, if that was like... If it was the height of satanic panic or whatever, I would think somebody came into my home. Well, and that's the thing. There is a picture from ghost adventures where there was supposedly a pentagram drawn on the floor in the mm-hmm. basement but had been scrubbed off but they think it was just vandals you okay. know i don't think you know okay after that the harmless pranks began to take a violent turn oh, shit 
it was reported that several fires broke out in the house and a series of attacks began against the young husband. Oh, poor Tony. Aww. The first suddenly experienced, or the first attack occurred when he walked into the room that was once used as the doctor's surgery. He suddenly experienced a feeling of terrible cold, and then on his arm, a number of long, bloody scratches appeared. Damn. Whoa. The attacks would continue and would leave him with welts and scratches on his arms, back, chest, and stomach. Oh, I didn't... man. The scratches were so bad they would often bleed profusely. Shit. Always before the attack, he would report a severe drop in temperature, followed by the pain of these phantom nails. You've, you've seen every ghost story movie all our money's tied up in this house. We can't afford to go stay anywhere else. You know how it goes. I do. I do know how we it can't goes. Go, we can go stay at the motel, but how long can we really stay there? Dude, the minute something this a ghost is... This is our house. Is, the minute a ghost is scratching me, I'm fucking out. I'm out. I guess it depends. What do you mean it depends? Well, if they're scratching my husband and not me, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> well, because then I was just going to go on to say, the ghost never attacked the wife or the baby, okay. only the husband. And some have suggested that the ghost was punishing the young man for the wrong, oh, that she felt had been done to her by her do- the doctor, who was also a man. So they're saying that this is Sally. But later on in the article, they say that there were two different ghosts. Okay. There's like a, a an addendum from um, Deborah, who was like, it needs to be made clear that there's two ghosts. There was Sally, who was nice, and then someone else who was not. not. Had a different agenda. Yeah. So Sally might have been the ones flipping the lights on and off and like playing with the dolls. Mm-hmm. But That makes sense. Yeah. I think they find that out with the investigation. Okay. Um, later, it was reported that the husband actually saw Sally's ghost on two different occasions. Strange photographs taken by the couple show streaks and shapes that are hard to explain and appear to be genuine. Streaks? Oh, like in the photos? Yeah. Okay. There are also <clears throat> photos of the marks on the young man's body and even a videotape of them actually appearing on his skin. <gasps> what? need to find that that's i mean i was just gonna say like there's no way that a ghost is like i'm my immediate brain goes to this motherfucker is scratching himself for attention yeah (laughs) but if there's like a video yeah of them showing up that's super exorcist Uh, stuff total demon territory yeah because i'm an expert i'm a a demonologist i'm a demonologist i'm (laughs) I'm, I'm, i'm actually ed warren Later, okay, blah, 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 blah. During a day of filming by the sightings crew, the husband reported a drop of temperature, and then the cameras filmed long red claw marks streaking down his back. So this, if I would have continued watching that show, I would have seen it. Um, the family lived in the house for about a year and then could take it no more. Wait, they rented yeah. So we, they could have gotten out of there. My money's all tied up in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we have nowhere else to go. The wife can't leave. What else? What else is there? Um, the kid's too sick. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Spare me. Uh, they moved They moved out, but yet the man still reported welts and scratches appearing on his body in their new home. Oh. 
shit. Oh, so was it next door? <laughs> Did you move into the back garage? Eventually, though, the attacks became less and less and then stopped altogether. Another family moved into the house, and so far, no ghost has appeared. Mm. All right, and now here's the update. Okay. <clears throat> what follows is a portion of the contact that I have had with the folks involved in this case. They are very nice. Okay. That's it? That's the update. <laughs> That's the update. They're very nice people. Um, and they're very upset by some of the publicity and the slant that was placed on the case by sightings. Because I guess sightings was like, is I think this is a hoax. Like, mm-hmm. this can't the be show real. Said yeah, that? Okay. I think so. I got the feeling that they were relieved to try and put some of the record straight. I was happy to offer them this section to do that. Um, to bring a bit of first-hand experience to your research, I can tell you that the television crew at the time of each taping at our house did not enhance the drama in any way, like in post-production. Okay. Um, the sightings crew seemed to bring forth a show from the ghosts, like I said, and that is one of the reasons we decided to stop their investigation. We moved forward afterwards because the activity got a bit worse even without them being there. For example, the last straw that determined our need to move was when my husband felt a strong shove from behind and his feet left the floor. The push left him flying in the direction of the railing at the top of the stairs. To this day, he doesn't know how he didn't go over the railing and tumble head over heels down the stairs. Oof. So this is from Deborah. Okay. Because she says my husband. Yeah. Like, we didn't get any history when we moved into the house. Well, yeah, because I guess, I mean, isn't it, is, what's the disclosure rule? Ten years? I don't know. I have something. It's the the previous occupants. Okay. So they have to disclose if the previous occupants have, what if someone had died in the house. So why do you think that is? Because people want to know that shit. Obviously, we believe in paranormal things, and, like, we would want to know that. Mm-hmm. But, like... Is there another reason for that rule? Or, like, is it because everybody secretly believes in ghosts? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm Do you know remembering. What I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I have no idea. Uh, I remember this one episode of House Hunters. It was hilarious how much this girl did not want a haunted house. She's like, the house cannot be older than 10 years because. I think, if anything, over 10 years, it's haunted. And that was literally, you know, how they list the stipulations Seriously? at the front. The bottom, like, her last one, it says, no ghosts. I want a house with marble countertops, <laughs> um, a Kalafa club. <laughs> Excuse me? Kalafa tub. You just have a stroke? I just have a stroke. And no ghosts. And no ghosts. But I want, like, that early 1900s feel. Mid-century. Um, but I want it to be built in 2007. Yeah. Even 2007's a little old. Yeah, it's a little old, because there could be, like, baby ghosts. Because <laughs> ghosts grow with age. <laughs> I don't, I definitely don't want baby ghosts. That's weird. <laughs> Or one point I will make that sightings neglected to break or to make known is the fact that there are two spirits of action in the house. That's like what I told you. Okay. Sally was the child and for the most part a prankster. She was not the one creating severe scratches. There was a woman in her mid-30s 
who Sally did not like and blamed her for many of the things that occurred in the house. Oh, much shit. of much of this information we received through a psychic interpreter who was able to communicate with Sally. The woman was, to say the least, very fond of my husband. Ooh, and tried to get close to him and put great strife between our husband and wife bond. <laughs> Whoa. So this is like a spinster <laughs> ghost who's like back off my man. Oh my god. That's I've even better. I've never heard this as an excuse for a man to leave his wife, but he he did it. <laughs> he came up with the best. There's, Listen, honey. There's a ghost who's after me and if we don't get a divorce, <laughs> she's going to kill, kill me. She wants my balls. Ew. You're welcome. As reported to me in recent years, my husband said that at the time he was having horrible and uncontrollable thoughts of hating the mere sight of me, as well as physically hurting me to the point that I would no longer be. Oh, so he had thoughts of killing her. <laughs> she said, Jesus. she said uncontrollable thoughts, uh, physically hurting me to the point that I would no longer be a part of his life because of this ghost. So murdering. Well, it's kind of like in Amityville horror, like, you yeah. know, where. Uh, Ronnie DeFeo tried to use the demon excuse right. of being like it was the thoughts in my head that made me kill my whole family except this guy didn't follow through with it yeah okay uh, these types of thoughts are very outrageous for my husband as I never would have known anyone who could love and cherish his wife more another mm. point to ponder about is possession see okay. this is what I'm saying Laying on the couch in a deep sleep one afternoon, he sat up, looked directly at me, sitting on the other end of the couch, like we are right now, Mm -hmm. and in a strange voice, seemingly not of his own, said, he's mine, and then laid back down, or, he's mine. Wait, I got this one. You got it. Yeah, with your croaky voice. He's mine. (laughs) Good. Good, good. And then he laid back down. When he woke 20 minutes later, he could remember nothing of what have, what had transpired. This woman's English is not great. Yeah, no. But, okay, wait, hang on. So the there's um, manifestation. I'm trying to think of um, the... I'm trying to see if this lines up with the, the stages of possession. Do you oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of. Um, Since you're the real demonologist I'm the real here. demonologist. So the, the first stages of demonic possession are manifestation, mm-hmm. infestation. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where, like, the the demon, like, asks for permission to stay. Oh, man. Start. Have you started the and the Fox show, The Exorcist? Uh, oh. Yeah, I only st- I seen the first episode. Oh, my God, it's so good. They cover yeah. this. So it's like basically um, the demon is introducing itself to the intended target. Yeah. Okay. And then after that, there's um, stage two is oppression. So that's when they start like attacking the person that they want to possess, like Mm -hmm. physically, mentally. Yeah. So like. Yeah. She scratched him. She was like putting those thoughts in his head. I I love that that's their final point. Like. One thing to just think about. Just possession. 
Like, one time he talked to me in a voice that wasn't his own, and he told me that he wanted to murder me, so. Well, this says depression is often a symptom of, uh... Possession. Uh, oppression, the, the second stage before oppression, and it's like, if that's the case, then, like... Are we all oppressed by demons? <laughs> Are we all oppressed by demons? No, because my Lexapro makes me feel less oppressed. It's true. My Lexapro gets rid of those damn demons right quick. Seek therapy if you feel the need to murder your wife, please. Yeah, for sure. If you start feeling depressed, you might be oppressed by a, a demon. demon. So consult your local exorcist is what we're saying. <laughs> Don't see a shrink. Yeah, don't walk into your shrink and say, I read, I heard on this podcast, these two girls told me that I'm possessed by a demon. That I'm possessed by a demon, and I'm going to need you to perform, like, a prescribed exorcism. Yeah. Because I'm not Catholic, but I would still yeah. like this, I'm gonna, to I need you to exercise me with some Xanax. <laughs> oh. Hey-oh. <laughs> I'll take one of those, please. <laughs> oh, and they have an, an episode of A Haunting, which I love. You I know love those show. shows. Yep. Oh, and their theory is that the owner was a doctor who had an affair with an African-American housemaid, resulting in the birth of a child, a girl named Sally. When she was around six or seven, she became ill, and it was determined that she needed to have her appendix taken out, but the doctor didn't want anyone to know about her attic family. This podcast should be called the attic, attic family, family. <laughs> oh my god um so he refused to take her to the hospital and tried to perform the surgery himself and she died what? that's fucked oh and so oh so their theory is that the younger ghost is sally mm-hmm. and then the older ghost is the mother and she attacks the men in the house okay. as revenge on the doctor that, that, makes that makes sense. See, a haunting ties it up in a nice little bow. Thank you, a haunting. Thank you, a haunting. And thank you, uh, onlyinyourstate.com slash Kansas slash Sally House. Thank you. <laughs> so that's what I got. I mean, I love a good old ghost story. Yeah. I do like an old-fashioned ghost story. I have, so I want to talk about. A personal ghost story. Yes, I, this is what I was going to ask yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. So do you we'll have do, one? Yeah. We'll oh do well, like we a, know you have the ghost of your parents' house. Yeah, my parents' house. Where, fun fact, it's not night terrors. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. No, um, girl, you got a ghost. Girl, you got a ghost. Um, so my uncle mm-hmm. Jim. I have an my, uncle Jim. Shout out, Uncle Jim. Shouts to Uncle Jim's. Um, I also have an aunt Bunny. Do you have one of those? No. Yeah. Uh, it's my dad's brother, and yeah. he's so good. He's, like, such a good storyteller, so, like, I'm going to try and do this justice. But the long story short is they live out in a really small town in Illinois called DeKalb. It's a college town, but, like, the actual town, like, other mm-hmm. than where the college is, is small. Mm-hmm. It's There's not much to it other than Northern Illinois University. Mm-hmm. Especially um, now that the house cafe closed, am I right? You are correct. <laughs> um, but you can get beer nuggets there, which are like tiny, golden, deep fried pillows of heaven. They're just like, they're just deep fried 
Cheese curds? No, that's just deep fried bread in beer. Soaked in beer? They like, I don't know what they do when you eat it with marinara sauce. It sounds and like you're witchcraft. Like, it's, it is witchcraft because you eat like 17 of them and then grease just starts coming out of your pores and you're like, I can't stop. <laughs> it's, it's glorious. It sounds ideal. It is ideal. So I've gotten comfortable. Um, <laughs> Ellie's laying down. She's got, oh wait, first can I explain what you're wearing? <laughs> we stopped at a Walmart in on the way South in Boy. Monona. Oh, Monona. Yeah. Monona, Wisconsin on the way back because everyone had to pick up New Glarus, this beer that we can't get in Illinois. It's only sold in Wisconsin. Um, called Spotted Cow. It's real good. That's great. Um, <laughs> And we got distracted by how cheap everything was. Oh, my God. And so Ellie, she's currently in a head-to-toe onesie that has, like, a winter print and a furry hood (laughs) and, like, these crazy trucker socks on. And I got, we both got these crazy skull leggings and I got these like rainbow ones that I'm going to use for my unicorn costume they were only three dollars three dollars dude three dollars three dollars the cost of living in Chicago is through the roof I know and not to mention it was Walmart which is already super cheap we shouldn't be supporting them no not at all but the point is I'm in a onesie and I'm now laying completely down don't let your mic rest because it'll fuzz yeah yeah thank you you're welcome. Let me get my ball back up. <laughs> yeah, we've got snowballs. These are really awkward to hold. These are really awkward to hold, and now I'm resting it on my fat. So <laughs> you got it wedged between I've a roll. Got, I've got it wedged <laughs> between my roll. I fucking do, and it feels right. It feels uh, right. It feels right. It feels like it was meant to be there. And um, yeah. So okay, back to Uncle Jim. Mm-hmm. Jimbo. Um, okay, so they live in a smaller town um, in Illinois called DeKalb. Um, and they moved into this house. It was like an old farmhouse. And like a couple months after they moved in, my uncle Jim started hearing, um, like running above the dining room. Mm-hmm. And we hear that every day because we have 97 cats that live above the two of us. <laughs> and my uncle goes up the stairs, obviously, um, above the dining room was, uh, like kind of like a second floor, but they didn't really use it. It was like it was like a bigger attic. Okay. Like again, attic families. Um, <laughs> so like they had the option to have one, but they just didn't. Yeah. Oh, let's take my meds. Oh, <laughs> mine is gonna go off. Oh, mine went off too. Cheers. <laughs> Here we are. Um, so. Um, he goes up there. There's nothing up there, right? Mm-hmm. This continues every, like, once in a while for, you know, a couple of months. Every time he goes up there, he's like, maybe it's a raccoon. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. It's always a raccoon and um, on the roof. And uh, nothing's up there, right? Keeps going, keeps going. And finally, he gets really sick of it. And all, like, then it starts getting so bad and so loud that it starts it starts running across and he had a chandelier in the dining room. Mm-hmm. Like, just like a little chandelier. And it starts getting so bad, it starts running and jumping. Oh, above the trampoline? Above the trampoline? Above the trampoline. <laughs> um, the trampoline chandelier. Um, I don't know why the yeah. Jumping. What is that? Oh, is, do you have a candle lit over there? Yes. Okay, because I was like, I'm seeing shit <laughs> again. Um, <laughs> I'm blacked out. I'm blacked out. I'm, I'm having a blackout right now. <laughs> Blacking out. We I'm recorded fucking, a whole podcast in a blackout. It's my clown and fuck. Um, so, 
trampoline chandeliers. So, um, yeah, so it started running and jumping, and it would it would jump, and the chandelier would shake. And so he was like, holy shit, like, whatever. His bitch wife um, was like, nothing's oh. up there. Oh, wait, this is cold cuts. Becky. Becky. This is Becky. Becky served cold cuts at Christmas. She is a nightmare. I digress. Um, I hope she hears this. Sup, Aunt Becky, you're a huge bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> brutal. Brutal. I don't give a shit. I fucking, I'm scared to look at pictures of her on my phone because I'm scared she's going to crawl out like the chick from the ring and fucking haunt my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's how terrible she is. She's, we all have an Aunt Becky. <laughs> Which sucks because my Uncle Jim is fucking dope. So anyway. I was like, I was going to say, I was like, why haven't I met these people? And now I remember. You remember because Aunt Becky is a total nightmare. Turd bird. Yeah. Turd bird. (laughs) So so, um, anyway, they, uh, nothing really comes of it and they move. Mm -hmm. And um, they, in their new house, um, they didn't move because of this. But I'm but, sure it didn't help. Right. But they moved, um, I think, into a bigger house because they had a second child. So they move into the new house and the same shit starts happening a couple months. What? Into the new house. So is, oh, I bet Becky's haunted. Becky is a straight up. Possessed. Possessed. Demon. Garbage. <laughs> demon. <laughs> This story has just turned into, it's not even a ghost story anymore. It's not a ghost story. It's just a story about how much you hate your Aunt Becky. (laughs) Oh, it sure is. Your dad's going to be proud of this one. He's going to be like, that's my girl. Um, So anyway, it started happening again. And then, um, so they obviously, they had an attic in this farmhouse as well. The same thing started happening. It got so bad that the bolts, like the screws from the chandelier loosened. There's another chandelier? Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, you're the fancy. This is fa- well, no, they're like just light fixtures, not oh, like okay. not like chandelier. I guess yeah. chandelier is the wrong word. Just like a light fixture, I guess. Right. Um, but on this one in the dining room, the screw started to come loose. Whoa! Because it was jumping and it was jumping so hard, mm-hmm. and it's like I feel like it was like probably a kid, you know. Well. What I hate to get too personal, but didn't your dad lose a brother, a young brother? Yeah, he was seventeen. Oh, I guess that's not that as young as I thought. He was seventeen. My dad was my dad was young. Your my dad, dad was, was like six or seven when he died. Okay. Um, this is how pretty much I guess the ending. He's he's such a good storyteller. Like it's just so good, and he tells about just like going up there, or whatever. But what they figured out, he somehow over the course of however long this took place, he figured out because he went upstairs, and the the one kind of thing that followed them was an old dresser. Oh, cool. That the drawers were open. Oh. They would open. And he'd shut them, and then he'd come up to, like, investigate, you know, what's going on, because it would would get so bad at night, he said, and the bottom drawer would be open. Oh, man. So, haunted dresser. Haunted dresser. They sold it. And it stopped. At an estate sale. Whoa. And it stopped. Whoa. That's like one of those, what did, what's that, what's that one? Uh, The Dubbick. The Dubbick box. Yes. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I forget what that movie was called, but it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Shit like that scares me. Like, possessed objects are terrifying. I took my Ouija board out for you. Why? Why would you do that? Because <laughs> I'm going to put it out in the window for Halloween. Um, Fun fact about me, 
I am absolutely petrified of Ouija boards. Yeah, you should be. I mean, they're not great. Why would anyone ever use one? I don't have the planchette. I just have the right. board. Yeah, I like. I hate Ouija boards, but I don't like um, like when people try to like contact like dead relatives. Like, I don't think I could do that because for me, that's like, what if somebody that they're not trying to contact gets through? I had one psychic reading that was really intense. I think you... I told you about it. Maybe? I don't remember. Yeah, it was really insane. I'll talk about it another time. Okay. But I want to talk about my ghost story. Okay. me, 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 me. me, 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 me. <laughs> That's really cool. Go fuck yourself. Uh, here's my story. <laughs> no, haunted dresser, awesome. Sweet story. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> um, okay, so... Keep it brief. In the 90s, my family was pretty well-to-do. We had a nanny who was troubled. I think I told you about this. I won't get into details, but she died at a young age. She died at 30. Um, And she hadn't been working for our family for a very long time. But the night after her funeral, I have a dream. Wait, she passed away when she was your nanny? No, she hadn't been working for my family for a while. Okay. But she died at 30. Yeah. Like, okay. she she probably worked for us until she was, like, 25. Okay. Um, and then she tried to get help, and, and you know, it just sad. didn't work out. Yeah. Um, and so I went to her funeral. I was the only one of my family. I think my sister was away at college. Um, my brother was doing something. My mom and I were the only ones who went, and it was open casket, and I was... Traumatized, dude. Well, you know, you know how that yeah, is. Yeah, real. And she was in like her, whatever. Um, and that night, <clears throat> I can even remember the way I always rearranged my room as a kid, mm-hmm. because that's how I expressed myself, you know. Um, and Mom, I can get out of my room. Get out of my room. <laughs> um, I can remember the way the bed was oriented because mm-hmm. in this dream it was so lucid. She just walked into my room. Your nanny. My nanny. Okay. And sat on the edge of the bed and said goodbye. And she was like, it was wonderful to see you today. You're you're such a beautiful young woman. Like, I'm so sorry I couldn't be there. And then she tucked me in, kissed me, and left. And then I woke up, and it was one of the only moments in my life in that house because I, like, ran to my parents' room where I could see my breath. It was freezing cold Jesus. like i was shaking and you i she, she was totally there yeah like and it wasn't bad and it wasn't scary yeah but it was it totally happened like but i of course was still because it felt so i was well, i I've, knew i was asleep i've heard of that though like like there's i've heard of it there being like a time in between like death and, and passing on and passing on where like they make the rounds. They make the like yeah. pretty much like they can. Well, no, my friend who passed get to you. I I've seen him in dreams, but I still dream of him now. Yeah, but so. I've I've so I've heard people talk about this like window of opportunity. Yeah, where you can kind of like contact someone. Like I think I've told you before. Like uh, one of my exes lost a friend in college, mm-hmm. and um, he I can't I I don't want to. I don't want to not do it justice, but from what I do remember about the story, he came to her door, um, like knocked on the door and like came in and sat in her bedroom 
um, and she was with her girlfriend at the time. This because they were in college, and um, they uh, something happened where she couldn't find her phone, mm-hmm. and the the kid who passed away was like, "It's it's a oh, and by the way, your phone's under your pillow." Oh man! In the dream. In the dream, and then she woke up, and her phone was and her phone was under her pillow. Whoa! Yeah, so but I like, also think there's my parents, my mom, and I. My dad is like, this is hocus pocus. <laughs> um, my mom and I have discussed, like, you have to have. We've talked about this before, where you have to have a certain level of openness. Yes, to, to be experience like, these things. Yeah, like, not everyone. Like some people are just like. Oh, what a weird dream. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, the one with your nanny, like, you can't, that you can't, like, it, shake I, that I off as, like, a bizarre dream. I can remember what she was wearing. Like, I yeah. remember everything. And I, it's so weird because I still woke up and I was very, very scared. Like, because it felt like she was still right there. Yeah. See, you can't, you can't shrug that off. No. That's like, I had a dream after my friend, my, my best friend passed away when I was in middle school, but I had a fucked up dream. I had a reoccurring dream that in my middle school, there were glass doors mm-hmm. when you like walk. So there were doors and then there was a set of glass doors. And in my dream, she was on one side of the glass doors and I was oh. on the other and we just couldn't get to each other. Oh, that's so sad. I know, but it was so real. And I, I had it like. After she died, like, it was reoccurring. Man, we should have an episode. Well, I guess we just it discussed is. it. <laughs> I guess we just I guess got we our, just did. our uh, dream ghost story. Yeah, should this I This episode is called Dream Ghosts. Dream Ghosts. Dream Ghosts. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight for our very off-the-rails. Uh, <laughs> and making it this far, and, Jesus. And making it this far, um our episode tonight it kind of went it went rogue it went uh what are we gonna we're gonna call it ghost dreams it took a turn uh we Halloween had, a, ghost we had dreams. like a, a weird fake ghost story then just yeah mental health advocacy <laughs> then real, ghost, real stories. ghost stories and sad ass fucking dreams oh, dream ghosts dream um, ghost. so uh if you want give us a follow Oh, and please, please give us a a review on uh, iTunes. iTunes. It really helps get us out there, especially independent podcasts. We don't have anyone that puts us out. We're putting ourselves out, obviously, from the quality of our content. (laughs) (laughs) We're amazing. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, Creep it real. And thanks for joining the Ghoul Gang. We'll see you next time. Bye.